Welcome to Spread-Led Life with HMI. Stay tuned for an anointed word by Pastor Dion Hockey. We hope this session builds your faith. Enjoy. Hello everybody. I greet you all in the wonderful name of Jesus. My name is Pastor Dion Hockey and I am from Healing Ministries International. So great to be back with you again. Thank God for my son Stephen who did such a great job in teaching on are you listening and hearing the voice of God and I believe that you guys had a wonderful time with him and learned a lot from him. I'm excited to do a session with you concerning a question that I've been asked so many, many times. And the question that I've been asked is what is a Christian? And I think that it is so appropriate in the times that we are living in right now to identify ourselves uh, with the word Christian. What is Christianity? Uh, you know, uh, there are so many people confused when it comes to this. You find many people walking out there in the streets, and if you ask them, are you a Christian, they say, yes, I am. And in actual fact, the truth of the matter is they're not Christians, and they're not doing what uh, what the Bible tells them to do. So I want to come and bring an explanation of the word Christian to you today, and I want to I want to maybe bring a revelation to some people who have a misunderstanding of the word Christian. So let's open up in prayer today and let's go before the Lord and ask Him to bless this teaching today. And if I don't finish up uh, today, I'll continue with it with this subject next week as well. But it's very important to understand what it is to be a Christian because there are many people in church who say they are Christians, but I say this, they are more of a church-goer than what they are Christians. And you decide for yourself today, where do you fall into the category? Amen. Father, we thank you that we can come before you this morning uh, and that we can preach the gospel and uh, speak about you, Lord, and that people will come to the knowledge of the truth. Jesus, you are the truth. And the Bible says when the spirit of truth comes, it is the truth that will set us free. We ask you for your blessing upon the session. We ask you for your anointing upon this session today in the mighty name of Jesus. Every demonic spirit and every hindrance and every attack that is upon people, Father, we bind it and we break it off of them and we release your anointing in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. I just do want to say that uh, if you follow us on Facebook, uh, in the last week that we were on Facebook, we've been experiencing revival. Uh, we've been having healings take place, so many miracles happening, um, salvations. God is moving supernaturally on our Facebook uh, times, uh, Sundays. And uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, we've experienced a lot of uh, deliverance. Testimonies are just flooding in of the glory of God. So there is a definite move of the Holy Spirit on our Facebook program. And if you'd like to join us on our Facebook program, uh, 7 o'clock Sunday night, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And also we are on YouTube. It is easy for you to follow us and um, and see what God is doing. I'd like to invite you and have you join us uh, on Facebook and on YouTube for these wonderful revival sessions. I am. Um, I want you to open your Bible this uh, uh, today in the book of John, chapter fourteen. And when I talk about the word Christian, 
um, the word Christian is a very, as I said, a very familiar word. And the word Christian means this. It means to be Christ-like. That's what the word Christian means. So when you are walking in the street or somebody at work asks you and says, are you a Christian? They ask you this question and you say, yes, I am a Christian. Do you actually understand what you are saying? You are saying the following. I am like Christ. I am like Jesus. Um, other people will say, yes, but the word Christian means to be a follower of Jesus. That is what the word disciple is. Disciple is to be a follower of Christ. But the word Christian means to be Christ-like, to be like Jesus. And again, there are so many people who say that I'm a Christian, but they are not like Jesus. They are more like, they are more like a denomination. Uh, they are more a follower of some man. Um, they, they are just doing their own thing. But very, very few people are really doing the works of Jesus or following in the footsteps of Jesus. And this is a hard one because I'm sure that you've, I, I've preached this. Um, and, and, and I've said this many times and you'll hear many other preachers who are preaching, you know, the on fire guys for God who want revival and they want to see miracle signs and wonders take place. They will say that you can do it. You can do it. And uh, the devil comes and the devil will say to you, but I cannot do the things that Jesus is doing. It's been a long time uh, uh, of, of questions. I've been in the ministry now for 32 years. And for 32 years, I've seen people say, but I can't do the, the things you want me to do, the things that you are preaching. It's not meant for me. You know, it's only for certain people, those who are anointed, those who, are, who have a special calling on their lives. You know, those who are specially blessed by God, they can do the works of Jesus. But it's impossible for me to do. And so the purpose of this teaching, when I talk about the word Christian, to be like Jesus, I want to bring a peace of mind to you to have you understand that you can most definitely be like Jesus and do the things of Jesus. And I'm going to make a comparison with you. I'm going to spree, uh, speak to you on a very simple, basic, 101 Christianity um, teaching today on here is Jesus, here are we. And we will make the comparisons of it that you can be like Jesus. And I'll prove it to you from the Word. Amen. Don't let, don't let religion steal from you and tell you that you cannot do the things that Jesus did. Don't let some traditional person who is negative and uh, who has no faith try and stop you from going hard for Jesus, okay? You have an anointing, I'm telling you right now, and I'll prove it to you from the Word of God. Amen. So let's go to John chapter 14, and we're going to read verse 8. It says, Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father and it is sufficient for us. Now, this is Philip speaking to Jesus. And he says, Lord, show us the Father and it is sufficient for us. Now, listen to Jesus, what he says to Philip, verse 9. He says, have I been with you so long and yet have you not known me, Philip? Now, listen to Jesus. He says, he who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father? 
Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? That the words that I speak to you I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does the works. Wow! Wow! Listen to Jesus. He immediately comes and acknowledges God, His Father, as, as, as living inside of him, first of all, he's in the Father, the Father is in him, that's very important. Number two, he acknowledges that the words that he's speaking, it's not his own words that he's speaking, it is God the Father speaking through him to us. And then number three, he immediately, ladies and gentlemen, this is so important, he immediately gives all the glory and acknowledges that it is God operating through him, doing the miracles through him. It is not Jesus. He said, I'm not doing the miracles. Let me read it again. He says, Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does the works. Jesus is humble. Jesus is, 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 is saying, Listen, I'm not doing anything. It is God in me who's working through me. And unfortunately today, there are so many people out there who, who are boasting on the works that they've done, who are boasting on the prophetic messages that they are bringing. But I tell you what, you and I can boast on nothing that we have done. We can only boast on the fact that it is by God's grace and by God's goodness that He is operating through us, that He is flowing through us, that He is working through us. No man can receive any glory for any miracle that has taken place or any wonderful prophetic message that has been given no man can take glory except God the Father can I get an amen all the glory all the honor all the praise belong to Jesus belong to God the Father I just wanted to share that with you verse 11 Jesus says believe me now concentrate listen to this believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me or else believe me for the sake of the works themselves. So I'm talking about the word Christian today with you. And Jesus on this side now is saying, I am in the Father and the Father is in me. The words that I'm speaking, it's not on my own authority. Uh, the works that I'm doing, it's not me doing the works, but it's the Father who is in me doing the works through me. Okay? Now let's look towards us. The word Christian means to be Christ-like. So go with me to 1 John chapter 4 and we're going to read verse 15. 1 John chapter 4 verse 15. Now listen to what he says. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God. Whoever. Are you a whoever? Am I a whoever? Yes. We confess the Lord Jesus Christ. What does it mean to confess Jesus? We got saved. We believed in Jesus. We were sinners. And then we called on the name of Jesus. We said, Lord, I believe you are the Son of God. I believe God raised you from the dead. And I confess you as my Lord. I ask you to come and live in my heart. Save me from that eternal uh, place called hell. And 
put me into your kingdom. So when we pray the sinner's prayer, we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Amen. We get born again. Now he says, whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God. Are you listening? That's you and I because we confessed it. He says, God abides in him and he in God. Hallelujah. Just like Jesus. Jesus said, I am in the Father and the Father is in me. Now you and I confess Jesus and the same applies to us. We are in the Father and the Father is in us. Hallelujah. Verse 16. And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. Listen. God is love. Hallelujah. God is love. And he who abides in love abides in God and God in him. So the first point I want to make is that Jesus is in the Father and the Father is in him. You and I get born again, so we are in the Father and the Father is in us. Point number two, God is love. God is love. We know that Jesus is love. Now, when you and I receive Christ into our hearts and we get born again, guess what? That very same love, that agape love of God, now is inside of us. And you'd say, well, why are you telling me that? Because you have the ability to love. You have the ability to forgive. You have the ability to, to reach out to people and not just, you know, just not just be on your own and be a hidden hideaway Christian. You are somebody who has a supernatural love that is inside of you because God the Father now lives inside of you. Don't tell me that you cannot love somebody else because that's a lie. Then you don't have the Father. If you have the Father living inside of you, His love should be resonating. It should be shining out of you because the love of God is inside of you. I've heard so many people say, well, I cannot forgive and I cannot, um, you know, I cannot um, uh, uh, bless this one or pray for that one because I'm angry at them. And I'm no friend. You need to forgive like Jesus forgave. You need to love like Jesus loves. And if you say to me, but I cannot do that, then I say you're lying because God the Father lives in you if you have truly received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Amen. So God is in Jesus, Jesus in God. When we look on at our side as the Christian, we are in God and God is in us through salvation. God's perfect love is Jesus. Now we have that perfect love of God, Jesus, inside of us. So we have that same blessing. Look at verse 17. He says, love has been perfected among us in this that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Now, we all know that there's a day of judgment coming towards us. And this is why it's so important that you and I need to understand what the word Christian means. Because we are going to stand before the Lord one day and he, we are going to be held accountable for the things that we have done down here on earth. Amen. We're going to stand before him. But I want you to watch this one sentence. This is such a powerful sentence. And uh, I don't know how many people uh, really say this or read this or teach on this. But listen to the sentence. It says, because as he is, so are we in this world. As he, Jesus is, not was or is going to be. But as he is, that means present tense. Not past tense, not future tense. Do you know why? Because Jesus is alive. 
Hallelujah. Jesus is alive. He's not dead. He's, he was risen from the dead. He arose from the dead and he is still alive today. He is alive in our hearts. He's not physically walking the earth because he's seated at the right hand of God making intercession for us. But he sent his Holy Spirit to be within us. So he is alive. Jesus is alive. So when we say as he is, so are we today in this world. Bless the Lord. So the word Christian is to be Christ-like. Now you and I can say, well, as Jesus is, so are we today. Don't tell me that you cannot be like Jesus, because that is a lie. As he is, so are we. The word is very, very clear on this subject. Okay, you are a Christian. You can do the works of Jesus. You can do the things that Jesus did. We are, not, we are not to look like the world. There's so many people who say, I'm a Christian, but they, they, they look like the world, they talk like the world, they act like the world. I will even want to take it sometimes so far as to say they even stink like the world. <laughs> you know, there's, there's just all this, all this mix-up inside of, of people. Now, I, I'm, I'm speaking to the born-again Christian. I'm talking to the one who has truly given his life to Jesus. I'm not talking about people who go to a church service and the preacher preaches a word and, and all of a sudden, you know, they get all excited and hyped up and, and my friend walks to the front for salvation and my, my family walks up for salvation and somebody drags me along and I have to go and stand down there in the front and then the pastor prays the prayer for salvation and, you know, I just pray this prayer because I want to get everybody off my back and I'm not really interested in, in what's happening but I'm just doing it so that the people can leave me alone. The people who prayed that form of sinner's prayer didn't really get saved. They didn't really want to do it. They just went forward and they just prayed a prayer. Are you understanding what I'm saying? The Bible says, if I will confess with my mouth and believe in my heart the Lord Jesus Christ, that is in Romans chapter 10, the Bible says, I will be saved. But there's a lot of people who confess this word uh, or they pray this prayer, but they don't believe it. There is no real change that takes place inside of them. Okay. Now a lot of people think, well, I, you know, I prayed the prayer, so I'm okay. No, there has to be a true born again experience. When you are truly born again, you will begin to become like Jesus. You will walk like Jesus. You will talk like Jesus. You will move like Jesus. You will think like Jesus. You will do the things Jesus did. Amen. Praise God. You can immediately see when somebody truly got saved because there is a turnaround in their hearts. There is a turnaround uh, in, in their situation. Amen. There, you, you, you cannot miss it. It is a fact. You are a new creation. 2 Corinthians 5.17 tells this for us, that you are a new creation in Jesus Christ. The old man has gone and the new man has come. Therefore, you can now proudly say, I am a Christian. Amen. Go with me to Matthew chapter 3. And we're going to read from verse 13. I hope you're following what I'm teaching today. I'm saying that Jesus said, I'm in the Father and the Father is in me. Now you and I who get born again, we say that we are in the Father and the Father is in us. We see that God is love. 
Now, when we receive Christ into our hearts, we have the agape love living inside of us. God's love is inside of us. Therefore, we can have the true love of God. Amen. The Bible says that as he is, so are we. As he is, so are we. How is God? Is Jesus depressed? Is God walking around negative? Is God complaining? Is God always constantly sick? Is God poor? Is God barely making it? Was Jesus always struggling? No. Jesus was happy. Jesus was healthy. Jesus was wealthy. Jesus was was doing miracles, signs and wonders. Jesus had crowds following him. Jesus, wherever he went, uh, you know, people could see that he was uh, a good man doing good works to people, helping people. Now, the question is, how do people look at you? What do people see when they look at you? Are they seeing the power of God inside of you? Are they seeing the change inside of you? Or do people look at you with one eyebrow lifted up, you know, and uh, they put a question mark behind, behind you and they say, well, if that is how a Christian is. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people who say they are Christians and yet they, they swear and they speak foul language and the husband beats the wife, you know, and uh, he's always ugly and uh, he's always angry and, and you know, they, the, 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 they, they're always um, talking about other people and, and saying other people bad. And, you know, when you sit in the presence of these people and, and they say, oh, I go to church, you know, and I'm a Christian and you look at them and you say, really? Is that how the church is? Well, you know, I don't want to be a Christian. I don't want to be uh, someone who looks like you because, and I'm going to say a truth that might hurt some people, but they're going to say, you're a two-faced uh, Christian. You know, you're a liar because that's not how it should be. My pastor taught me many years ago. He said, don't use the word two-faced. If you speak about being a two-faced Christian, you know, you're going to offend people. And I said to him, why? What's wrong with using the word two-faced? Because it is the truth. You find the, uh, and this is the Christian. Okay, watch me. The Christian has two faces. It's true. They have the Sunday face. And this is the Sunday face. When they go to church, they say, Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. We just love you, Jesus. And then they go back home. And then from Monday... Until Saturday, they have the worldly face. It is a, and they drink and they smoke and they fight and they do all these things, you know. And they, they it, it's two different personalities that you find in Christians. My goodness, we cannot be like that. That is not the Christ-like attitude. Jesus wasn't one day happy, one day sad. Jesus wasn't one day rich and one day pure, poor. He wasn't one day healthy and one day sick. He wasn't a, 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 what I call a yo-yo Christian. Who understands the word a yo-yo Christian? One day up, one day down. Have you ever played in the, in the, in the, in the playground? There's the seesaw. One kid sits on this side on the plank and another kid on this side. And then they go up and down, up and down, up and down. And this is the life of so many Christians. Either you up or you down, up or you, it depends on what kind of a mood you woke up on, you know, in the morning, which is going to determine how your day goes. Now, my dear friend, you are a Christian. We are Christians. We are like Christ. We are like Jesus. Can somebody say amen? It is important that when people look at us, they need to see Jesus inside of us.
Amen. Religion is what I call um, an undercover um, uh, 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 undercover Christian. This is what religion is. Religion is, you know, when you talk about that submarine, that 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 boat that goes under the water and that has a periscope, uh, you know, and you see the Christian on a Sunday. The submarine comes up with the periscope, and the guy comes up and he says, "Good morning, hello, how are you?" You know, I'm a Christian and and uh, I love Jesus and all of this. And then Monday to Saturday, boop, they go under the water and they disappear. And and you don't see any form of Jesus inside of them. We are Christians. We are to be like Jesus, move like Jesus, talk like Jesus, and act like Jesus. You know, I feel right now just the urge to pray for you who are sitting there watching me and you are listening. And maybe even now you're saying, my goodness, I'm listening to you preach, brother, but I, 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 I'm not like that. You know, and I don't even know if my life is right with Jesus. I don't know if I'm, a, if I'm even saved. I don't know if I'm born again. If I had to die. Let me ask you this question. If you had to die right now, would you go to heaven or would you go to hell? And if you say to me, I'm not sure. I, I hope I'm going to heaven. I don't want to go to hell. I, I'm going to church. Isn't that good enough for me just to go to church? No, my friend, you have to believe in Jesus and there has to be a change that takes place in your life. I was an alcoholic. I drank two bottles of brandy a day. I smoked 40 cigarettes a day. I used to swear and I used to fight and I used to do all these things. But when I went to church, I gave my heart to Jesus. And I, when I walked out of church, I was a changed person. Something inside of me was changed. And you know what it was? My spirit man got born again. My spirit man got renewed. And I want to encourage you. I'm telling you. I want to encourage you to give your life to Jesus. Not from your head but from your heart. Make a decision today when you surrender to Christ to say, Lord, I want to be a Christian. I don't want to be a churchgoer. I don't want to be uh, somebody who just belongs to a denomination, but I want to be like you, Lord Jesus. Amen. If you want to pray this prayer with me, and if you want to surrender your life to Jesus, pray this prayer out loud with me. Would you say, Heavenly Father, I come to you today just as I am. And I ask you to please forgive me all my sins. Wash me in your precious blood. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I believe today with all of my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And I believe and confess that God raised Jesus from the dead. Lord Jesus, I invite you to come and live in my heart. I receive you right now as my Lord and as my Savior. And I declare that I am born again. I am saved. And that my name is written in the Lamb's book of life. Thank you, Father for saving me in jesus name amen 
Hey, if you prayed that prayer, I want to congratulate you. I want to encourage you. Watch our program next week as I continue teaching on the subject, What is a Christian? I want to bless you and I want to encourage you, please follow us on Facebook again. We are busy in a massive move of the Holy Spirit. There is just wonderful healings and revival taking place um, Sunday to uh, Wednesday on uh, Dion Hockey. You can follow us uh, on Healing Ministries on our Facebook page. We'll catch you next week again. We love you and remember, Jesus loves you more. Bye-bye. You can make a difference by partnering with us in ministry with the heart for the lost. You can sow or partner by visiting our website, dionhockey.org. You will also receive exclusive content from the ministry as a thank you from Pastor Dion Hockey. Remember to subscribe and follow our social media pages for updates, sermons, and more information about the ministry. Thank you for listening and see you next time.